Welcome to the Zen Habits Podcast, where we dive into how to work with uncertainty, resistance, and fear around our meaningful work. This is for anyone who wants to create an impact in the world and cares deeply enough to do the work. I'm your host, Leo Babauta, creator of the Zen Habits blog. Okay, I am here with my friend Craig Maloney. Am I getting that you are correct, right? Yep. Not that hard of a name, but you always have to check. You'd be surprised. <laughs> really? <laughs> Rhymes with baloney. Exactly. Uh, there you go. All right. And Craig uh, is someone who, you know, just to give some background for anyone who's watching, I've known you for a number of years now. Yes. Uh, you're in my Ferris Living Academy, um, and I would say one of the more active people in the community there. And um, and then before that was in fearless training. So and you were one of the leaders in that as well, if I'm yes recalling correctly. Yes. So and also in sea change first. Oh, in sea change, yeah. So like you've you've been through the whole thing, and you've been in a lot of the webinars and and meetings that I've had. So I've known you pretty well over the years, and you're actively participating in the current season of the podcast where you're taking on a project and and working through it. Correct. Um, which I love to talk about. But before that, I want to give a little bit of context. So uh, first of all, you're a programmer and game designer. Is that right? Uh, yes. Uh, so I've done a lot of programming. Uh, I've done some game design. I've been working in the interactive storytelling space, which is a kind of a weird space and whatnot. Um, but yeah, uh, and also doing stuff like uh, role-playing game design. I've dabbled a little bit with board game design and whatnot. Um, my wife will tell you about my wonderful uh, cones of Dunshire uh, type <laughs> thing for all you Parks and Rec fans out there. But yeah, I've just been dabbling around with a lot of stuff. Yeah, that that is right up the uh, image that I have of you. So that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like geeky, but like honestly, a lot of fun and just creative stuff. And um, so you've been working, dabbling and, and doing different things over the years. Uh, and in fact, in I remember in Fearless Training, you were working on uh, at least a couple of games while we were you were in there. Yes, I love all of that. And then you were hit uh, life threw you like pretty major curveball. Uh, was right. it last year? Is that right? It was in 2022 January, okay. uh, just hmm. after my 50th birthday. Around December time, I, I started having some issues and whatnot. And then come to find out after I got my little uh, colonoscopy that uh, it was stage four rectal cancer. So, well, malignant neoplasm of the rectum, uh, as they called it at the time. So that uh, that turned into several other scans, and that became a diagnosis of not only do I have a rectal tumor, but I also have uh, tumors in my liver and tumors on my lungs uh, and wow. some lymph nodes and such. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I found for the past couple of years. I mean, pretty, pretty challenging stuff. Like, you know, you could say devastating um for good yeah yeah <laughs> um and we don't have to go too deep into that but i think it's really relevant to the the coaching conversation we're having today so it's important to set that up the thing that i've been present to you you shared some of that with me you know so that was almost two years you know a year and a half two years ago mm -hmm. um i uh i've been impressed actually by how you've been working with it like you're still active in fearless living academy you still You've still been working on a number of things for yourself, even though energy levels are really tough. You're, you know, going through a lot of medical stuff, 
chemo at the moment, if I'm getting that right. Yes. Yes. I'm doing um, Lonsurf, which is a tablet form of chemo. And um, the trade name is Avastin, um, but it's also under several different generics and such. And you, you still have more hair than me. So that's. Well, thank you. That's a good thing. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, t- maybe you can just give us a little bit of context on how that's been for your energy levels and maybe even mood and like ability to take things yeah. on. So it's been. Um, it's been challenging because the lawn surf, they, they give you a little booklet. Um, I call it like the basic set, you know, like the D&D basic set where they give you like three little booklets, a thermometer and uh, some pill containers. And one of the booklets talks about um, your energy level. And basically your energy level is going to be so completely uh, warped by all this stuff. They even talk about, you know, start with your most important task first because you're not going to have any energy for it later on. So that's that's one piece of it. And then the regular chemo, um, regular, the Avastin that I've been taking for quite a while now has also been doing a lot of stuff with my energy as well. So I find myself taking a lot of naps, which my cat is very grateful for, um, <laughs> but also finding that getting the energy to actually work on some of the projects that I have is, is pretty fleeting. Mm. What's weird too is that I'll wake up late on most days, go through the day, you know, kind of pitter patter between uh, my energy. And then at night I get my like second wind. So I'll be like, Oh really? Yeah, no. And unfortunately it's where I really can't do a whole lot with it because it's like, I need to be up in the morning, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I want to work on all this stuff and I'm not necessarily work at all this stuff, but I'm at that point of relaxation and alertness and, and awake. So that, Good causes stuff. a little bit of havoc with everything. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, and then has there been a lot of pain that you've been going through um, and uh, and also your ability to focus? You know, how's that going? Not as much. Uh, I've been fortunate with that. Um, okay. Most of the stuff that's been happening has not been painful, although there is that worry that uh, at some point things will change. You know, right now, I everyone will say, you don't look like you have cancer. And it's like, you're right. I don't look like I have cancer, but I'm I'm wondering at what point that will change and mm. at what point that will I will I will suddenly, you know, have to deal with more and more stuff um, like the other folks in chemo have been dealing with. Mm. So that's a concern. How have you been handling it emotionally? Uh, like this is not an easy journey that you're in. It's it's been it's been kind of wackadoodle. Um so most of the time is just powering through it in some ways um a lot of it is just focusing on what i can do at the moment there's a mm-hmm. there's a it's, it's a quote unfortunately i'm not going to remember the exact quote um by michael j fox where he's talking about his own stuff mm-hmm. and the gist of it is you just focus on what you can do right now because you you really don't know what the future is going to hold mm-hmm. so you know why why live in that why worry about you know facing all those various uh challenges when you don't necessarily have to yet right that's that's good advice and not always easy to follow exactly and how have you been doing with following that uh some days better than others i mean today was pretty much a uh so i I talked to my doctor this morning um about stuff and you know prognosis is good but my numbers are all a little out of whack and so i'm i'm starting to think okay what's going to happen next where am i going to be with all of this stuff right and so that that seems natural a lot yeah exactly 
drains all it does drain a lot thinking mm -hmm. you've noticed that looks like yes, when exactly. you start to think about where this is going to go what what's next mm -hmm. uh it's it can be draining which is you know when your energy budget's already lower than usual like draining even more it can be tough exactly yeah have you been able to like every time i see you you seem pretty upbeat <laughs> and you know good sense of humor like you know able to like not only laugh about things but actually keep um focusing and i'm wondering like has there been anything that you've been doing to get yourself to like, still be upbeat and like positive about things so there there are certain things uh i have uh weekly groups that i meet with not necessarily cancer groups but like programming groups and that mm -hmm. um and i do get a little energized by talking with other folks about stuff so i get that you know Woo everything's all fine and good you know sort of thing but that it, you know the 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 uh on stage is is a lot better than the backstage at mm -hmm. it's it's not necessarily that I'm I'm not being myself or anything it's more of a I'm I'm in the moment and engaged so it it seems a lot more like I'm you know got everything all together as opposed to some of the backstage where it's like everything is not fine um and that's why I blog about a lot of that stuff yeah, actually, I was going to mention your blog. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the exact thing. It's decaf. Can you maybe tell me? It's decafbad.net. Yeah. That's D-E-C-A-F, as in the coffee. B-A-D, mm -hmm. as in not good, dot net. <laughs> okay. I actually highly recommend the blog. Go check it out. We'll put a link below this. But um, you've been blogging about this very stuff that we're talking about. So, yes. And a lot of lessons from that, a lot of you know, ways oh, you're dealing totally. with challenges. I've, I've also had a lot of folks, funnily enough, uh, come to me and say, thank you for talking about this in part, mm. because a lot of folks don't feel like they can talk about this, or mm. if they do talk about this, that it's going to somehow materially hurt them in some way. Right. So my, my thought is, so I, I went on disability back in on April 1st, first off this year, this year, because yeah. First off, it's a fantastic date um, because April Fools. Also, the day that uh, Apple allegedly incorporated uh, as a company as well. So, okay, like computer stuff, so geeky stuff that way. But also, <laughs> it, it felt like a, a new beginning for me, mm. and I've been trying to treat it as that, which has also made it a little frustrating because one of the things that I was had always wanted to do is try and do full time game design, but doing full time game design means that you also have to sell games, which uh, in a market of hundreds is not necessarily going to get, or I shouldn't say market of hundreds, but where a success is selling a hundred copies of something like that and starting off with some of this stuff, it can get a little challenging sure. uh, to, to try and make your mark and try and make a living off of it. So when I went on disability, it's like, yes, I finally had the opportunity to do all this stuff. And I've actually met some of my mentors, one gentleman, uh, Chris Crawford, who I dressed up as in fifth grade. Mm. Uh, you actually grade. met him. I've actually met him online, not actually in person, okay. Okay. but I've met him really online cool. and uh, we've gotten to know each other. So that's been really fantastic. You know, do, do meet your heroes. Uh, wow. It's it's been like you know a lot of stuff has been coalescing around this stuff and now there's the frustration of I don't have the energy to work on all this stuff mm. and I'm not sure how much time I will have to work on all this stuff uh, long term so it's it's like winning the lottery and or or even better um, there's that Twilight Zone episode where the gentleman you know stops time and finally has all the time to read all the books in the world and then manages to break his glasses uh. which he needs to read so 
that's yeah. that's the feeling that I have with a lot of got this it. stuff. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing all of that. And I, I could ask probably a thousand questions about this because this is fascinating. But I wanted to just make sure that everybody who's listening or watching has the context so that you know we can talk about you know what you might need support with today. And I want to also just say that there's a way where we could be like, okay, it has to be specifically about cancer. If I don't have cancer, this doesn't relate to me. First of all, this relates to anybody who is going through any kind of health stuff, you know, and there's a lot of people out there who are going through not just cancer, but all kinds of difficult health medical conditions and can relate to not having the energy, can relate to worrying about how much time do I have left and all of that stuff that you've mentioned. But second of all, what you have is an acute version of what I think all humans have. You know, it's obviously more challenging and, and intense for what you're going through, but just in terms of like the ability, the amount of energy that we have being discouraged by, you know, like what, you know, what we're going through and all of the stuff that you're facing other than the medical part is, mm -hmm. is I think what we're all facing just like more like front and center. And so and and harder, but uh, if you're at a at a higher difficulty level than most of us, but the same same basic stuff going on. So, I actually think it's a really fascinating fascinating thing to look at because if we could look work, look at how to work with yours, then other people were like, okay, well, I could work with mine probably. That's the whole um, yeah yeah. Okay, so what are you facing right now that's really challenging? So the challenge I have, I've been working on a project that. I started back in 2016. It's a, a role-playing game based off of the webcomic Pepper and Carrot by mm. David Revoir, or David Revoir. Sorry, I, my French is not good at pronouncing mm -hmm. names. Uh, anyways, that has been something that has been going since 2016. I decided that that's going to be my project for this, this go-around. And I am working on trying to get it shored up and get it so that it can be published at some point in time. Okay. The, the challenges with it are, it feels like I could work on this thing forever and still not finish it. Mm. The other challenge is that I am doing it in LaTeX, which everyone who's probably listening who has a dissertation is like going, oh God. Um, <laughs> and so there's a lot of challenges. I'm not necessarily a designer, and this is a very visual medium. Mm. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of the design myself. I'm using some templates that I found online to try and at least shore it up in some way or other. So it feels like there's a lot that's going on with this, not only with the creativity part of it, but also the, the design part. Got and it. then I am trying to find time in order to work on it in the day, which can be challenging because if I wake up late, well, there may be an appointment or something else like that, that type, you know, shrinks the amount of time that I have to work on this. Mm -hmm. And then if I get tired, well, then that pretty much throws that out the window as well. So mm. it feels like I'm being squeezed on all ends on this in order to try and get anything going with it. That makes sense. Has that like completely stopped you or are you like, it hasn't really stopped it? me. Um, I keep, I keep coming back to it. There have been um, weeks like this week is a chemo week. So I'll be uh, having chemo tomorrow and then I'll be starting the lawn surf as well. The lawn surf, the way that it's done is it's five pills, two days rest. And then once again, five day, five pills, um, morning and afternoon, 
for five days and then two days rest and then two weeks of rest after that. And by the end of it, it gets really tiring. So there's a lot of, um, it's, it's basically trying to slow down your metabolism. It's trying to uh, do a whole bunch of things where it's, it's, it's basically messing with a lot of your systems in order to try and get cancer to uh, the cancer cells to no longer be able to thrive. Mm. Um, and your cancer cells being your own cells, they tend to, uh, they tend to want to keep on thriving and whatnot. So it takes a lot of effort to try and get them to not want to keep thriving. And, and what, what effects does that have on your ability to like work on this game? For example, it, it makes it harder for me to portion out the amount of time that I need to do, um, where mm. it can feel like an hour is too little time because you have to ramp yourself up in order to get into it. It's, it's getting that initial inertia of wanting to do it, getting into it. Cause what happens with me is if I get into something, I will continue going as far as I can, as long as I possibly can. I don't know if it's a manic episode, but it's basically like, okay, I'm now focused. Yeah, it's just getting to that point of being able to get focused that feels insurmountable, and especially if you're tired, then it's like, well, I can put it off. I can keep putting it off, etc. Yeah, you have good reason to, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, is that the biggest challenge? You you mentioned a few here. So there was the first one was just like I could be working on this forever. Right. right? Next mm -hmm. one was design stuff. You know, yeah. um, you're not a designer, and you're trying to work with a design language that isn't always uh easy to work with and yeah. um and then there was th there's medical things that might be getting in the way and cutting up your day mm -hmm. not able to focus on it and then just like getting started you know getting yourself into the flow and then once you're in it it's great but it's it can be right. challenging to get into that especially with all the other stuff so is there any piece of that that would be better to focus on for you i think the one piece that would be most helpful would be just getting started and and getting to where I feel like I can actually just keep going on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. You know, certain days will be like, oh, I can I can do this on this particular day. And other days will be like, I can't do anything on this particular day. And so it's it's not pulling myself out of that that spiral, if you will. Is and is that I don't know how literally true that is that I can't do yeah. anything. Uh, is that more of a the way that it feels to some, you? But some days it's not more true. figurative than others. Um, I mean, it's, it's it's not like I'm I'm completely debilitated or bed rendered, red, yeah, bedridden or anything mm -hmm. like that. More that it just feels insurmountable. It feels insurmountable. Yeah. Um, and have you ever played with that and see it like if if that's true or not? I have. Yeah. Okay. You know, there've been, there've been times where I've, I've sat at the, the kitchen table with my laptop uh, just for change of scenery and just sat there and just thought about it and then just said, okay, well, I'm just going to do one small little piece of this. Mm -hmm. And then that one small piece of it becomes, you know, a two hour session of, oh, I couldn't do this. And now I am. Does, does that become an obstacle where you're like, I know if I, if I work on this, it's actually going to be two hours and not 10 minutes That can also happen as well, because if let's say I, I wake up at nine o'clock and let's say I have a 10 o'clock meeting or something like that. And I need to get ready. You know, it takes about a half hour to get ready. I've got that half hour time that I can do something with it. And that feels entirely too short. 
it's like yeah. I don't want to necessarily start into this because I've got other, you know, got to do breakfast, but da, 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 all this other stuff. And then it feels like, okay, I don't necessarily have enough time. If I start doing it for 10 minutes or something like that, is that going to be enough time? Am I going to start trying to yank myself out of this? Mm, um, it's hard to yank out. Yeah. Yeah. Once you're, once you're in it, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it's like almost, uh, once I'm in it, it can be like, I, I kind of need to finish this piece that I'm on. Oh God, like yes. my mind doesn't yeah. like, my mind doesn't <laughs> like to leave it unfinished, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, to be like ripping me away from something it can be annoying too. when other people will rip you away from it. Oh, you're yeah. in the middle of that. Absolutely. And there have been times where uh, a source of frustration has been, oh, okay, I need to get up and, and stop doing this thing. And it's like, no, no, you know, my little inner child is like, yank it away. You know? <laughs> I don't want to go, you know. That's don't take me away from the playground. Exactly. Yeah, I can relate. Okay, so so it looks like this this would be a big one for you if you were able to like shift something around it. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, um, so the 30 minutes before you have to get ready, that might be a little bit challenging. So let's just say you had a full hour. Okay. Okay. So you got a full hour and it's just like getting into it feels a little bit insurmountable, especially if you've got some energy challenges with whatever you're going through medically. Mm-hmm. If you can take yourself to that, just kind of imagine that you're in that spot. What do you, what do you notice? Like what's present for you in that, in that moment? In that moment, I notice some resistance to that is that in form of like physical like some kind of physical feeling or is it a thought like i I don't want to more like a a mental resistance like okay you know am i going to be able to do anything am i going to be able to do anything meaningful with this particular Mm -hmm. moment am i going to make some actual progress with this is this going to actually be and i mean it just it I can I can ramp it up like nobody's business. I mean, I, I'm a fantastic storyteller, so I start Great. telling myself all those wonderful stories. You know, like is is this is this uh, role playing game or this thing that I'm doing actually going to make any kind of meaningful impact? Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to take more effort to get it out there into the world and get it into people's hands than than it's worth? Mm-hmm. Um, am I going to be able to make uh, see it all the way through? Uh, I mean. I, I can come up with a million of them. Right. And is it okay if I look a little bit under yeah. those? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of peek under the rocks. Sure. Uh, not always a good idea. Like, oh, didn't want to look there. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. But it, what what are you worried about? If let's say you, it wasn't a meaningful thing. What if, if it didn't make a, an impact in the world? You know, you wasted your time. Honestly, it, I've I've put things out there with other projects that I've worked on. As I had a podcast, uh, Open Metalcast, I did a mm-hmm. book called uh, The Mediocre Programmer. I just mm-hmm. tossed them out into the world. And funnily enough, people found them uh, and people started doing things with them. I mean, one person actually translated The Mediocre Programmer into Spanish, oh, wow. which was amazing. Um, yeah, that must have meant something. To exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. So Got it. I know that's false. I know that's that well, is. I, so you're intelligent, and I think you can see that you've had yeah. some experiences. But there's a part of you that is worried about it. Oh, so let's still, just no, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Let's just empower that for a moment sure. and say, I really don't. You know, I'm worried that this is going to happen, and so my fear is if I spend all this time, it's mm-hmm. not going to make an impact. It's going to be a waste. And like, what what's your fear from that? 
Oh, the fear is that it's it's just going to I'm going to I'm going to put all this effort into whatever it is that I'm working on and nothing is going to come of it. It's just going to be wasted effort, you know. And would that mean is there anything that you would make that to mean about you from that fear, you know, not your Oh, not necessarily. I I know what you're trying to get at and I don't necessarily feel that. It's just okay. more of it's just it's more of a pragmatic engineering thing of putting in the effort and having nothing come of it. And what would be wrong with that? Absolutely nothing, honestly, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things. Well, it there's just, something your fear like, there's does. Other I could, yeah, there's other things that I could be working on. Yeah. And that's that's part of it is that putting all that effort into something and not getting any any benefit out of it, you know, great, basically creating more heat than light uh, out of this would be upsetting in some way. Okay, I'm going to make an assertion. Sure. Um, so like there's a rational part of you that's like absolutely nothing would be wrong with that. And my assertion is, while that is true, yes, there's your fear actually believes there is something wrong with it. Otherwise, like why oh, no, is totally. it trying to protect yeah. you? So like yeah. what do you, what does your fear think is wrong? Like if you did it and nothing would come from it? Oh, that uh, folks wouldn't care for it, that it would somehow people will go why did you do this what was the reasoning for for putting all this effort into this thing this is trash terrible uh this is a waste of a download you know all that other kind of stuff okay got it so that would be kind of the what the fear is worried about it's like the people's yeah. judgment and reactions to it just like this waste of time exactly. this terrible thing that you've done okay got it okay great thanks thanks for being willing to look at that uh and i get there's a there's another part of you that's, you know, wiser and more intelligent. This, like, you know, actually, if I did it and no one cared, like, it wouldn't be the end of the world, you know? Right. Okay. So, what I, we'll back up a little bit. So, what I was asking you to look at is like, what's present for you when you have that hour and it's really feeling insurmountable to start? Mm -hmm. And what you shared was, you, know, you start all these thoughts, these resistant thoughts come up, uh, like, you know, I don't know if I have enough time here. I don't know if it's going to make a difference. I don't know if I can move the needle. These aren't the exact words that you said, but something like things like this. And then it could even right. spin up even bigger. Like this is, you know, I don't know if anyone's going to care about this, if this is going to make an impact, if it's going to be a huge waste of my time. And so the the fear under those, so those thoughts come up from fear. Um, and the fear is like, I'm going to put this out there. It's going to be a waste of time. No one's going to care, or I'm going to get a bunch of judgment about how terrible this is. And why did you even bother? Are we getting all of that right? Right. Well, there's there's another thing too. So being being the kind of person that I am, I like to have a lot of projects. And so there are other projects that I could be working on. And so it's that feeling of, oh, you put all this effort into this one thing and nothing really came out of it. So why wouldn't you could have been this other thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a like a bad choice, right? Mm -hmm. Like you you I mean it's an impactful choice. Like you could have spent who knows how much life you have left, right? Right. You know, hopefully exactly. along I'm hoping. Many oh, years, yeah, no, totally. But, yeah, but who knows? It's, it's uncertain. And with that precious time you have left, you completely wasted it. Yeah. Yeah. And then how would that feel if if that were to happen? It would be disappointing if, if that were to happen. I mean, I, I know deep inside that, that there is still going to be stuff coming out of it that will will benefit um benefit the world in some way because a lot of that stuff went back into the pepper and carrot wiki um, hmm. as i was designing it so there's the pepper, that's the com 
comic that you that's mentioned. That's the comic. Yeah, that's the comic that I'm working on. That which you didn't create, but I did but not that... create. I, I did world building for it, basically. Oh, cool. Stuff that's off camera. I've been working with with some oh, other cool. as well. Really oh, really cool. So you contributed to the world building of this, and then now you're taking it and turning it into an RPG. Yeah, and it's it's being put back into the wiki. So the idea was, <laughs> when I started it off, it was, uh, "Hey, David, would you uh, let me play around in this world a little bit and tell me all this stuff about what what's in this world?" And he's like, "I don't have a whole heck of a lot," and it's like, "Oh, <laughs> cool!" And then we just started building all this. Stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of. Uh, stuff that hasn't actually happened in the comic that sits in the wiki oh um, cool yeah so I and that realize. also has become fodder for the actual rpg itself um so that's been that's been interesting that that is really interesting so it sounds like it wouldn't be a complete waste but there's no. still a fear that you might you, you choose wrong right and you could have been spending time somewhere else got it okay let's see so these fears are present for you at that moment and um and then usually from the fears, it sounds like you conclude like this is insurmountable and like just not do it for now. Like you'll you you're you're reliable to do it at some point, but like right. you take that hour and just decide not to. Well, or or I just said, okay, you know, I'll I'll work on this later on. You know, find something else to do. You know, read email, social media, all that other kind of stuff. Yeah, and if that if this happens, how often would this? kind of scenario happen is it like once a, a week you know once a day three times a day um at least once a probably about once a day i would say okay you so know? there's yeah daily this this insurmountable time comes up and you're just like oh, i'm gonna go check email instead yeah and so which is you know reasonable and like totally fine like there's nothing wrong with it but if we added all of those up there would be a lot of hours where you could have been doing something how does that feel to like look back on all that time that you could have spent oh god uh you want to talk about uh, one of the wonderful things of regret that you carry around with you um more than a bit <laughs> regret a lot of regret okay got it here's what i'm noticing is it okay if i reflect Please. what i'm seeing at this point okay so you're up against something that feels insurmountable you know and part of that is like mental resistance the mental resistance if we dig below it it's like i'm going to do this and it will not matter people will judge it and what i'm actually you didn't say this but my feeling is of regret and disappointment yes and then if you the other thing is you could have spent your time doing something else uh, so instead of wasting your time with that and there's re regret and disappointment there as well mm -hmm. so what you what you conclude from this fear and resistance is let's just not work on it. And then what that adds up to is hours of time each week where you could have. And looking back on it, you actually have given yourself some regret and disappointment. Yeah. So trying to avoid the re regret and disappointment that would come with that, we actually give ourselves more. And that's not just you. This is actually how it always, we try and avoid like our worst case scenario. And we actually give ourselves probably even worse case even worst, uh, even I don't know. Worse, Am I worser. mixing my worser? There you go. Yeah, that's why we come up with these words, worser. So as I reflect that to you, like, what are you hearing? Or yeah, what are you uh, noticing? I'm noticing that that's happened an awful lot. There have been a lot of times where it's like, okay, I want to learn such and such, 
and I avoid it, find other things to do, all that other kind of stuff, and spend a lot of time not really doing that. So it it feels like a lot of waste of potential, a lot of waste of time. I can I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. I this is something I I relate really well to. And I want to invite anyone listening or watching to check in with yourself. Don't just be sitting out on the in the in the stands, like looking at Craig and saying, Oh, yeah, poor dude. But actually, like, is this something that that's there in your life? Can you spot that? Because I would imagine actually this is really present for a lot of us. Like I said, for you, there's some more acute stuff that's there, but this is not this is a human thing that you're facing. We all have limited lives. We all have limited energy and fears and not wanting to disappoint ourselves or be judged or have regrets. Okay, so what we've been looking at is like how it goes. Mm-hmm. So just kind of distinguishing some of this. And then the question is like, how do you want it to go? So if you were to choose something else. I would I would like to be able to flip the switch in the morning or whenever and just say, okay, I'm just going to work on this thing and just see where it goes, you know, play it where it lies and all that other kind of stuff. Because I know this morning I was playing around with uh, the table of contents on there, um, which if anyone's ever done anything with LaTeX, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, where things were just kind of in a weird space and it wasn't working out. And basically I felt like the whole uh, half hour exercise just was completely oh, fruitless. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I can relate. I always, <laughs> I always thought it was pronounced latex for, for, uh, I don't, I have no idea. LaTeX. So I've never heard is, it said. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I learned learning something. <laughs> Every time I talk to you, I learn something. So, Thank you. <laughs> okay. So wait, so I was asking how do you want it to go? And, um, you started to relate to, or actually, yeah. yeah, recap that for me. So the, the idea is that I could just be able to flip the switch and say, okay, I'm just going to focus on this thing. And just see it all the way through, wherever okay. it happens to be. And over time, see progress uh, in, a, in a good direction. And at some point, be able to, to take a look at the project and say, okay, there is nothing more that I can add to this. Nothing mm. more I can take away from this. It's done. Got it. So that's so a lot of this, what you said is like around doing. And I just recorded an episode. You haven't listened to it yet, so uh, you can be <laughs> forgiven. But uh, I, it was around being. And so, like, is there a way that you want to feel or be as you or experience all of this as just you yeah, flip the switch? Yeah, just present. Um, present? Yeah, without necessarily feeling like I have to be something else. You know, just be with whatever it is that I'm working on and feel like I have enough momentum to see it through hmm let me come at uh, so i really love what you shared and i i want to try and see if we can uncover other stuff so i'm going to try a different angle okay let's say this this comes out and you're really proud of it like it's it's something that you're you're really happy you created maybe it's not the best designed game in the world because that's not you know who you are but like it's it gives people an experience Mm -hmm. and so what would that experience feel like for them? Uh, what I would like for them to feel uh, when this is all said and done is the joy that David uh, has in his comic. I mean, it's an mm. absolutely joyful comic. Mm. Highly recommended. Peppercarrot.com. Uh, Great. Just it's it's a fantastic environment. It's a fantastic uh, group of folks to work with on it. 
And it's just a, such a, a giving experience. And I want to be able to share that with other folks Amazing. so that they can experience it. Okay. So I'm feeling, so joy is, mm -hmm. was the biggest theme of that. I love that because you felt it. You exactly. felt the, the joy of that comic that David created. And you're like, ah, oh, like you were inspired actually to, to share that, to, mm -hmm. to create something that might spread that. And so this is your hope for people is to experience this kind of joy. Is there anything like that that you would like to, or any part of that you'd like to bring to the creation of the game? So this moment of flipping the switch. You know, now that you mention it, uh, yes, I would. Uh, which is one of those things you, you kind of forget when you're busily creating something is that sure. there's the reason that you showed up in the first place for all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, okay. definitely. Um, it shouldn't be a slog, honestly, to try and, it, and bringing joy shouldn't be a slog, should it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it can be. It can I be. will. Yeah. I will say so. There's not a should or shouldn't here. So right. Sometimes it probably will be like mm -hmm. that's just kind of how it goes. And what I'm hearing is like, if you could remember in some way, then um, you might be able to get into that state of being that you originally were inspired by you, you received from david and that that you'd like to bring to others what i will say is that if you decide to take this on and practice with it the way that it goes is is that you might actually be able to like have some joy and it's like oh that's you know that was kind of joyful but like who cares i'm just gonna keep going and then other days it's just like nothing no joy for craig right it's just right. like you know, you don't get any joy today because, you know, a lot of, you know, not only the fears we mentioned, but some of the other things you're up against. And so that's just, you'll get sucked back into the old thing. But if you keep practicing, my experiences and what I've seen working with people is that you will start to create more and more of this. And it'll be easier and easier, more and more accessible. And I think actually, even if it never ends up in anyone's hands, like you will at least have had some joyful experiences, which is like, you know, our worst fears is like a wasted time. You can't waste time if you're having like a joyful time, right? Like that, that's actually yeah. a meaningful way to spend, you know, whatever years we have left. Thank you. Um, anything in that that you're hearing for yourself? Anything that you want to share? No, it, it's, it's a reminder for me that uh, a lot of this, I mean, the reason we do all this stuff is is that we have some notional idea of what we want out of it uh, in some way or other. And keeping that first and foremost is really key, but also keeping that idea of, you know, this is this can be fun if you mm. really want it to be fun. You know, I, yeah. I, I know people who are professional writers and that I know people who do all this stuff and it's like, yeah, it can be a pain in the butt, but <laughs> you keep doing it because there's still that little, that little dopamine hit that happens every now and again. It's like, oh, you know, this is, there's actually some joy in this stuff. Yeah. So I keep finding it. I love that. Yeah. And I'm glad I could be that reminder for you today. I, uh, I want to be that reminder for anyone watching or listening because one of the things we forget as people creating something, you know, whether it's writing or, you know, games or music or art or whatever, is that we forget that we're creating it to create an experience and that we could be having that that experience that we're creating for others, we could be bringing that in for ourselves. So I want to encourage anyone 
um, who's watching or listening to think about like, what is the experience you want to have? Like if people could have the most amazing experience, not the one you're afraid they're going to have, but the most amazing experience, like what, what would it be like for them? You know, for some people it's like, oh, they would really like allow themselves to be themselves. So we can like bring that into the creation of it. Are we allowing ourselves to be ourselves? It could be like they're, I want to get them in touch with their hearts. Okay, great. Bring that in as well. I want them to have like an experience of serenity. Great. Like notice people who want to create serenity, they're fighting this like real battle with all their demons and it's not at all peaceful, which is okay. But like we get a chance to like bring some of that in. And if you're creating something for someone, having been in that experience yourself, you understand it better of how to create it, what gets in the way of it, like our fears, those things are going to get in the way of their experience of joy as well. And so we can relate to that and we can like work with that. I also think we can bring the fears in that, that you're pointing to as part of the joyful experience. So I just want to bring that in as a reminder as well. Okay, Craig, uh, does this leave you with some stuff to like work with, some, some stuff it to practice with? It definitely does. It definitely does. It's a reminder of why I got in this whole thing in the first place. So thank you so much. Yeah. Also, while we're in this conversation, I'd like to tell you about my Fearless Living Academy, which is a monthly membership program that I've created. We've been running it for a few years now. And it has all of my best courses on changing your habits, on finding your purpose, and on creating an impact on the world that feels meaningful to you. We have a community section. We have a monthly uncertainty challenge, which is really powerful a way to dive deeper into this stuff. And if there's something that you want to create in the world, this is the place to go. So check it out. It's at zenhabits.net slash fearless, and you'll be taken to a page to learn more about it. Fearless Living Academy, please check it out today. Okay. Yeah, I want to acknowledge you for like coming onto this call. It can be vulnerable to, to come and share all of this with people, but I really love the open book that you, you always are. Absolutely. I really would love to hear how this game progresses. So please like sh keep sharing it with us. And um, when it, when and if it comes out, even if it's the imperfect, unfinished version that you want people to play with, I'd love to share it with people as well. I will, uh, I will get that out there as soon as I can. Yeah. Okay, cool. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. If you found this episode useful, please share this podcast with someone you know who cares deeply. That would be really meaningful to me. And if you'd like to dive deeper with me into this work, please check out the blog at zenhabits.net or get in touch at leo at zenhabits.net. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll join me every Wednesday for more episodes of the Zen Habits Podcast.